Have you ever noticed in the Bible, the word Lord is sometimes in all capital letters, and sometimes it's in all lowercase letters, and then sometimes it's capital L and lowercase O-R-D. And then have you noticed that sometimes God is referred to as God, and sometimes as Lord, and sometimes Lord God? If so, you're not alone. Many people find it confusing and even a bit daunting to try to understand all the different names for God. So, you're in the right place. Stay tuned to this episode of the Bible Basics Podcast, where we address these issues and more as we talk about the names of God in the Old Testament. We'll explore the names, their meanings, and how they can help us grow in understanding God and to connect with Him on a deeper level. Well, welcome everyone. I'm your host, Jackie Adewale, and this is the Bible Basics Podcast, where weekly we break down the Bible into understandable, bite-sized chunks. You've heard the saying, All we have is our good name. What's so important about a name? Well, Proverbs 22.1 says that a good name is more desirable than great riches. Names are not just our reputation, but our identity. In the Yoruba culture of Nigeria, as with many other African cultures, a person's name is viewed as sacred and something that reflects a person's identity, value, and soul. Naming a child is given much consideration. In fact, the child is not even named until they are eight days old. The child's name may reflect the circumstances or stories surrounding their birth, such as being the firstborn twin, Taiwo, or for being a child whose birth brought happiness to their parents, Oluwafunmilayo. That means God has given me joy. Then there are other names that reflect the parent's hope for the child's future, such as Titilayo, meaning eternal happiness, or Boluwatife, which means one who follows the will of God. In fact, there's a Yoruba proverb that's translated, a child's name determines what he becomes or does. Similarly, in Scripture, we see God using names to reveal his plans when he renamed his chosen servants. Think about Abram, renamed Abraham, which means father of a multitude, or his wife Sarai, renamed Sarah, which means mother of nations. Jacob was renamed Israel, the name for God's chosen people, which means having power with God. And in the New Testament, God changed Simon's name to Peter, or Rock, upon which he would build his church. Their new God-given names had special meanings associated with their new God-given identity and destiny. Proverbs 18.10 proclaims, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. That's the name we need to know. What is that name? And who is that God? Let's get some answers today. The Bible uses many different names for God, each with its own unique meaning. 
These names reveal something about God's character and nature. Learning about the names of God can help us grow in our understanding of God and connect with Him on a deeper level. In today's episode, we're going to focus first on the three principal names ascribed to God. They are Elohim, Adonai, and Yahweh. Let's begin at the beginning with Elohim, the Creator, mighty and strong. It was the first name of God revealed in the Bible. Turn to the book of Genesis right at the first verse. It reads, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In Hebrew, it would say, In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and earth. Elohim, my friends, is the Hebrew word for God that reveals the deep and wonderful character of God as creator. Now, you might have noticed that in English Bibles, Elohim is translated as God with a capital G, lowercase o-d. The literal translation of Elohim is strong one. This name appears over 2,000 times in the Old Testament, making it the most common name translated God in the scriptures. It's interesting to note that this name Elohim is quite general and less specific compared to other names. Elohim is a name that could even be used for pagan gods in certain contexts. However, in our Bibles, when it refers to the one true God, it is capitalized. When it's referring to pagan gods, it's lowercase g-o-d. So there's a clear distinction. Now, why is Elohim such an important name? Well, it signifies God's role as the creator of the universe. Just think about it for a moment. In the beginning, Elohim created. Oh, the vastness of the cosmos, the intricate details of every living being. All of that is the handiwork of Elohim. The Bible presents breathtaking examples of God's creative power, from the formation of the world to the birth of new life. Contemplating the name Elohim can truly inspire awe and wonder in our own lives. Now, let's delve into the name Adonai, a Hebrew word that means Lord or Master. Adonai appears more than 300 times in the Old Testament, making it a significant title when referring to God. You'll notice it's written with a capital L, lowercase o-r-d. Now, what does Adonai really signify? It's a title of authority and honor, which tells us that God is the ultimate master, the one in charge. But here's something interesting. Adonai isn't solely reserved for God as our master. It's also used to refer to humans in positions of power. For instance, in 2 Samuel 3.21, it's used for King David. And in 2 Kings 2.19, the prophet Elisha is also called Adonai. In Genesis 18.12, Sarah refers to her husband Abraham as Lord. Adonai. 
It highlights the respect and authority granted to these individuals in their roles. Of course, in these cases, Lord is always spelled with all lowercase letters. Now, you might be wondering, why is this name relevant to us today? Well, it's a name that draws us closer to him and helps us realize that we aren't alone in this journey, but have a God who guides and watches over us in our daily lives. We've shared that Elohim is the most general name of God. We'll now focus on the most specific and personal name, Yahweh, the name only applied to the one true God. In Exodus 3, 13 through 15, God revealed his name and its profound meaning to Moses. When Moses asked God the name of the one who's sending him to free the Israelites, he declared, I am who I am, emphasizing he was the self-existent, eternal God. He's not bound by anyone or anything. His plans are not influenced by circumstances. God is eternally constant, always standing as the ever-present and unchangeable force in our lives. In Hebrew, this name is spelled Y-H-W-H. And you might notice there aren't any vowels. Vowels from the name Adonai were inserted to give us the word Yahweh, or Jehovah in English. This name Yahweh was and is viewed with such sacredness by some in the Jewish faith community that they don't even write it or speak it. In our Bibles, Yahweh is written as Lord with capital letters, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, to distinguish it from Adonai. Jehovah is used over 6,500 times in the Old Testament, appearing in almost every book except Esther, Ecclesiastes, and the Song of Solomon. In the Old Testament, we frequently see Lord and God together, which is a combination of these three primary names of God. In addition to those combinations of the three primary names of God, there are many other compounds found in the Old Testament, such as Jehovah Jireh, which means God, our provider. There's Jehovah Shalom. This means the Lord is peace. And Jehovah Rapha, which means the Lord who heals you. So together, we've covered the three primary names of God. Elohim, Mighty Creator God, Adonai, Lord, Master, Yahweh, Lord, the Self-Existent One. We also talked about combinations of His name. So before closing, I'd like to share how these names of God can also be a powerful tool in our prayer life. Praying the names of God is a beautiful way to honor and worship God, while also reminding us of his holy attributes. Simply mentioning his name brings comfort and reassurance in our daily lives. Through his names, God made himself accessible to us, allowing us to deepen our relationship with him and enrich our prayer life. He really is everything we need. His many names prove that. The truth of God's character is in his many names. 
I encourage you to dig deeper into the Bible and discover more names that resonate with you personally. To get you started, I placed a list of God's names in the show notes. Use these names in your prayer life. May these names of God guide your journey to growing in your understanding of God and in your relationship with Him. Thank you for tuning in. If this has been beneficial to you, please share it with others, subscribe, or follow. And all you Apple Podcast listeners, drop us a review. 